This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the Friday morning episode. You get this on Thursday evening as usual if you're an IFS subscriber. Also, this is another one that we're putting up on YouTube for you to watch mm. our faces, heads, hands. I'm showing my hands on the screen. Mm. Sam, show us your hands. Are they clean? They are. Sam's actually. hands are fairly clean. But yeah, nails are pretty clean too. They're clean enough for a podcast anyway. What's your, so uh, what's your, we've never discussed, um, in all these years, we've never discussed our uh, fingernail uh, <laughs> technique. Like, what's your re- what's your regime, what's your routine when it comes to hand care? I, for many decades, I was a fingernail biter. Right, okay. Um, uh, that, that's, that's, I'm not going to explain it or okay. apologise for it. Nah. That's just how it was. And then, just suddenly, a few years ago, I just stopped biting them. Really? I just, I just stopped That's doing amazing. It. Yeah. So now I, I only bite them now in order to maintain them. Yeah. Which sometimes kind of some, I wouldn't say I'm a fingernail biter, but I do bite fingernails. See what I mean? There's a difference. Your own fingernails, yeah? yeah no, no one else's. It's yeah. the same distinction that Rodney Marsh made that time when, I, when he said to me, <laughs> I'm not a cat killer, but I have killed cats. Fuck yes, that's going back a while. Yeah. That's a very early episode of Top Flight Time Machine. Yeah, and it's the same with me yeah. when it comes. I said to him, I said, I know what you mean, Rodney. I'm the same when it comes to fingernails. <laughs> yeah, very much the same, my friend. <laughs> well, they're not, are they? But, no. you know, you've said it now. Yeah. It's out there. So it sounds the like a ton- point. tongue twister, doesn't it, that they do to sort of prepare you for. Like, Riddle me this. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a cat killer, but I have killed cats. I'm not a cat killer, You're but Rodney I have Marsh. killed cats. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah uh, so I, I, I use, I'll, I'll use nail scissors mm. or I'll, I'll bite them because I'm very skilled at it from the decades. Yeah, of nail I biting. prefer scissors and biting. I'm not, I've never been a fan of the nail file. I find it quite horrible, actually. I don't mind the nail file. It's, it's part of the part of the process. It's part of the the ritual. Ooh, I don't in the like same the way feeling. that heroin users say that the whole thing about cooking it up on the spoon, yeah, the, and then the putting ceremony. it in the syringe. The whole ritual is yeah. ceremony. Yeah, mm. I find that the, the nail file is part of the ceremony, and almost as satisfying as heroin. <laughs> it's, allegedly, it's your heroin. It's my heroin. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> What's your heroin, Sam? Well, I tell you, I've just often uh, sort of really. Um, uh, I've had a lot of different heroines over the years. I've jumped from Getting one. A good look at your hands I've, now. I've, I've jumped. Fingernails. I've yeah. jumped from one thing to another, um, and you know, it's all about distraction. It's all about numbing out yeah. difficult feelings. It's all about seeking oblivion, so. yeah. right? And so, mm. for, uh, there have been periods in my life where I've used drink or drugs for that. There have been mm-hmm. periods in my life where I've used work or exercise for that. When I was a mm-hmm. kid, I think I sometimes used food for that. I think I still do use food for that. I am emotionally, and so sometimes... And, and, and digging as well. Digging, of course. But Digging was your heroin. But I just came off the phone, interviewing someone from my mental health pod, The Reset, and it's the first time I'd interviewed an actual psychoanalyst, which is like old right. school, not like a therapist who just listens and tries to you know help you make sense of what's going on. This is, you've interviewed lots of psychos, but this is the yeah, first time you've done a psychoanalyst. But, but an analyst, they subscribe to some 
pretty wild shit. And I was reading this guy's book <laughs> and I was like, my wife was like, what the fuck are you reading? So I kept going like this out loud. Oh, no, 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 no way. No, I'm sorry. That's I'm not buying that. Right. A lot you of remind stuff. me of your dad there. Yeah. No, oh, no, I'm sorry. That's an overreach. And then I'd go, like, I'm not sure I can carry on with this book. A lot of stuff about sex. The book is actually called, oh. Is It Ever Just Sex? Right? So anyway. Sexy sex and other we, sex. We get to talking about wanking, right? He's a well-educated man. Right. He's a leader mm-hmm. in his field, right? This is a, this is mm-hmm. a, a guy, posh guy, very clever. Um, but he, he's a wank leader. He started talking about masturbation, and I was like, "Okay, I'm quite into this, right? I'm I, I'm here for this conversation." Uh, and non, mm. could I? Is it possible for me, Sam Delane, to have a non-juvenile conversation about wanking? And I thought it it is, but there's no way I can refer to it as masturbation. I have to call it mm. wanking. He was fine with that, and I said to mm. him, "Look." When I was a kid, when I was about 12, 13, I said I'd be sat around the house. I said, first of all, I said to him, first thing you need to know about me is I'm a recovering addict. I've had problems with drink. I've had problems with drugs. I said, uh, but when I was a kid, uh, when I was about 12, 13, I'd be sitting around the house. I'd get in from school and no one would be there. My mum would get in maybe six, seven from work. And so I'd have quite a few hours sitting around and I'd be very, very bored. And sometimes I'd be a bit afraid, right? Because sometimes <gasps> Pancho from the flats, his big fucking face would just appear at the window, right? Yeah. Or whatever, whatever, <laughs> right? Just weird shit. I'll be scared. When you yeah. first are in the house on your own, and, and the area in which I lived, it was a terraced house. So you're, and, and the front window by which I sat whilst watching the telly was on the street, right? And oh, people could right. walk past that. and they'd, you'd, you'd feel like they were in the house with you. And on, yeah. and on a dark night, maybe you'd have like the fire on, the gas fire, and that would glow the room and you'd be very visible and people would look in and I'd feel like really insecure about that, right? Like a goldfish or a zoo animal. I w- I'd feel a bit like that and I'd just feel scared. In the area I lived, I thought, oh, you're always hearing stories about fucking weirdos or violent people or, you know, fucking sex nonces or whatever and I'd always think oh mm-hmm. and I you know looking back I think I was sitting around and I was quite scared to be on my own because I was still quite young and um, and there other feelings going back but my, mostly boredom and a few other sort of issues in my head and so I wrote in my book about how sometimes I would you know I'd, I'd go to the fridge or I'd go to the cupboard I'd get out a packet of biscuits or whatever and I'd sit mm. and I'd just fucking munch them and in retrospect, I look back and I think, well, that foreshadowed my drinking, right? Or, or my drug mm-hmm. taking. It was just like, I didn't feel right. And I had to do something to distract myself, give myself some sort yeah. of sensory pleasure. And I said to this guy just now, I said, I wrote about that in my book. And he went, yeah, it all makes sense. It's all like amateur self-analysis, obviously, but it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? And I said, but now you've got me thinking. I said, because I've got to tell you, around the same age, 12, 13, I said, that was a wanking heyday for me mm. and he didn't laugh because he's yeah. a serious man and he, he, he's in yeah. the business of wank analysis wank analysis wanking here is a funny phrase I it, don't know why he didn't laugh it's called wank analysis right I mean he doesn't yeah. call it that but that's what I call it and yeah. uh, so he was like hmm and I went so I've got to tell you mate I said during this same era that I've just described to you being fearful and lonely and bored in the house I took to going upstairs to my room 
for mm. a, for a whack. Sometimes I didn't make it that far. Right, on the stairs. <laughs> I can't wait. I said, and there was like some days you're talking. Oh my god, I've I've just on the banister again. Yeah, have you been wanking on this banister again? First thing my mum would say when she got in from work. Can I, can, I, can I just say this is very bold for one of our YouTube episodes? Yeah, but, but I think you know some people might relate to it. Some people might just laugh, whatever. But I said, you know, I was wanking a lot when I was that age. So, and I was like, <laughs> and he was just looking at me as if to say, yeah, what? And I was like, don't you think that's like... Um, and I'm supposed to be interviewing him, right? With, yeah. And next thing you know, I'm just telling him, and I probably hadn't told anyone before, now I'm telling you. Well, some I was free like, analysis. When I was 12, 13, I was, sometimes I'd wank half a dozen times in a day. I mean, yeah. that's weird, isn't it? And he went, well, I wouldn't say it was weird. I mean, it's quite common at that age. And I said, yeah, but no wonder I got bang into the coke when I was... I said, same thing. I said, it's not because I was always being triggered... It was just something to do mm. out of sheer boredom. Distract yourself. Yeah. And he went, uh, and I thought he was going to go exactly right. And, you know, you've cracked the code to your addictive personality and blah, blah, blah. But he just went, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and I felt, oh, well, maybe I've told, told him a bit too. I mean, he wasn't embarrassed or he didn't shame me for it. No. But no. it was like, I think he was just, he's probably done so much wank chat in his time with like, proper head cases who come to sin, which I believe is the politically correct term for mm. people who are, have got mental problems. He sees head cases all the time. They probably tell him all Maybe sorts. Maybe he just didn't want to give you a free, a free go. Could be that. And to be honest, that is what I, <laughs> that is definitely what I was going for. I do that a lot in those interviews uh, I do for the reset. I often, he used to get a free I, I often the, am like, yeah, yeah, what do you reckon to this scene as we're here? What do you reckon? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I nearly yeah. asked him, you know, like my recurring dream about doing a shit in public. Mm. I thought I was sitting there listening to him talk and I was thinking, God, this geezer knows his stuff. And I was thinking to myself, he's going to love this. I was thinking, I'm going to fucking ask him about the dream. I'm going to, I'm mm. going to, I reckon he's going to know the answer at last. But I didn't get round to it because I'd already told him about the wanking. I thought if I talk about shit yeah, in as well, I, I, he I might just say, he would have shut you down. He might have said, look, he would have, You've used up your goodwill credits here. This yeah. interview's over. He, he just said, look, mate, I only do sex and wanky and I don't do shit. Shitting as I well. I do weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no. Some of But the, the, I, I, I mean, from what you've said there, from that regularity at the age of 12 and 13, mm. I, I wouldn't say that's too unusual, Sam. No, I don't think. From, from like, anecdotal evidence of other men. Just, just from, Of my you generation. Know, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I never... I think at the time I probably thought, is this normal? But I think since then I've kind of learned that it was pretty... But then I had, like, mates... There was always a couple of lads at school who were so unable to stop talking about sex and wanking. Right. There's, I don't know if you had that mm. at your school. There's always a couple of fucking weirdos. Can't think Not weirdos, but just guys who just talk about it all the time. And they're yeah. really open from a young age about all the porno mags they've got. Uh, and, you know, like... I used to get this school coach, and there was kids in the year above, and they're just like the whole conversation. It would be like they talked about wanking the way that I would talk about football, like with the same mm. passion and intensity, right? So I had and stats at that age. I'd have football Tourette's, and I could only—it was like I was only capable of conversing about football when I was that yeah. age. But there was a couple of lads on the coach in the year above us, and they'd talk about wanking with the same relish. Oh, I had a great wank last night when I got in from school. I was like pretty what? young, and I'd be like, "I'm not comfortable with this." But 
you just have to sometimes uh, go along uh, with it because you on. didn't want to be labelled like a prude. So you'd sort of go, <laughs> yeah, nice one. Yeah, I'll just say at this point, apologies to any of our prude listeners. Wow. Uh, you know, they might be blushing or something at this well, point. Well, I am sorry, but I've just come off the back of this chat and I was pretty... Uh, it was pretty mm. out there. I mean, it's it's worth a listen when it comes out because it was it's like... That, just as, a, as an aside, is there such a thing as a disappointing wank at the age of 12 or 13? No, I don't think there is. They're all brilliant. There certainly is when you're in your 40s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> yeah, but when, you, when you're 13... No, no it's thing, all like, brilliant. wow, that was the best oh, moment of great. my whole life. Can't wait to do that again. <laughs> 10 minutes. Um, yeah, anyway... Anyway, um, enough of this what? wanking chat. It's disgusting. Mm. Let's talk about... Terrible. Um, well, it's slightly linked. Blue Peter. It's slightly linked, yeah, I guess. Without when you're talking names. about after-school wanking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, Blue Peter would have been a part of that for men of, us, for men of our generation. Um, yeah, anyway, let's not delve too deeply into that. Okay. Uh, it is disgusting, like you said. Mm. Um... Yeah, Blue Peter, because it's the 65th birthday of Blue Peter this week. And what happened was a, a, a photograph emerged onto the internet of uh, very many, many members of the cast of the presenters of Blue Peter. I'll put it up on the screen now if you're watching on YouTube. Boom, there it is. Um, we thought, hey, they've got them all back together, the 65th birthday. It turns out this was five years ago from the 60th birthday. But that doesn't matter. We're still going to talk about it because there's a lot to look at. It's a great a picture. About, a lot of memories to examine. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, you, you were the one that dived into this on Twitter and alerted me to it, so I'll, I'll, I was worried about how you might respond. I was like, if Andy comes across this and it catches him unawares, you know, there's a lot. Well, my first thought was, where is Sarah, where's Sarah Green? Where's Janet Ellis? And they're both there. And together. they are both owning. I mean, there's a lot of great people in this, but I would say yeah. Green and Ellis own the frame. Yeah. Especially Ellis. Yeah, they are. She looks resplendent, uh, doesn't she? Yeah. So brightly coloured. Mm hmm. Yeah. Lovely beaming smile. Yeah. Hard to choose between the two of them. But anyway, um, <laughs> this is a disgusting episode. Oh, uh, Katie Hill. Uh, Leslie of Judd there, just next to them as well. What, what's that Leslie Judd's well, J- dress? Leslie says? Judd. Banditas. Banditas. A bit trendy what she's wearing. I'm just happy. I'm, like a, I'm just happy to see her safe and well. After that horrible incident involving the horse yeah. and my old man, and, and she disappeared, and of course Bill Johnson, the notorious Bill Johnson in the seventies. Oh, that's so Bill Johnson, classic Bill Johnson, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so there they all are. What's your name, uh, Bill? Bill Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> there they all are. Um, the guy at the front there, I can't remember his name. He presents a snooker now. The guy sitting on the floor. Does he? Uh, oh, yeah. Good luck to him. Sport. Yeah. Uh, Although he hasn't done it for a while, they've now got former former player Alan McManus seems to have taken over, and he's a little bit stilted. I like Alan McManus, but he's not a TV presenter. My mate, my mate makes all the promos for the Cost for cutting. the snooker on Eurosport. Really? Yeah, you know my mate who um, copped off with my ex during England Denmark during the Euros of '92. Oh yeah, him. Yeah, he. Uh, wow. He he makes the promos for the snooker now. Yeah. I'm sorry if I'm sniffing a bit, by the way, because I've got a bit of a cold. Yeah. And uh, I blew my nose before we started this, and it's just I'll start to bung yeah, up again. Right. So Sometime. I'm not going to take a break. Don't blow get, don't, mid. don't, not on a YouTube episode. Don't get anyway. addicted to the old Vicks nasal spray like I got. Oh, oh exactly. Yeah, you were drinking it in the end, weren't you? Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, Bathing in it. So, 
we've we've got yeah, obviously we've got Ellis and Green there and Judd uh, up at the back there. Richard Bacon was readmitted to the uh, the fold, the stable, if you like, of Blue Peter presenters. That's like when they brought this special an- occasion. Anakin, but Hayden Christensen back to the Star Wars <laughs> franchise. Well, with the little disco at the end. The yeah, of the Jedi, when, when he the was a, he was a goat he was a ghost at the Ewok disco, yeah. So he was Bacon's there, moment. and he to be fair to Richard Bacon, he does look is contrite the word. He looks he's a lot of them are beaming, but he's at the back and he's got a look on his face as if to say, "Look, I know I let the viewers down by going out on a mental one on the gear when I was mm. presenting Blue Peter, but you know." I, I still love the show, and here I am. And I just can't I believe... I think he looks a bit smug there, Sam. There's a bit of smugness on his face. Yeah. Well, he's like, yeah, I'm on it now. I'm yeah. still on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's up me bum. <laughs> you can't... Um, that's the thing about doing coke. Like, no one can see it inside you, unless it's around it's your nose. It's up me bum like Stevie Nicks used to do it. <laughs> and I got someone who shall remain nameless, but who is in this image to blow it up there for me. <laughs> I'll leave you to think who that might have been. Um, I mean, Fleetwood Mac is kind of the Blue Peter of pop, almost. It is, with yeah. ever-changing lineups and Yeah, and all the you know, dramatic um, yeah, story arcs. Interrelationships. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, oh, I can't believe they let Richard Bacon back. I mean, fair play. Um, mm. You know, I, then, I like Richard Bacon. I think he's a good guy. And I thought, well, that's nice. And I'm thinking, oh, that's yeah, weird. Take a closer look. Take a closer look. Right. And Richard Bacon being readmitted is not the fucking half of it. Because if your eyes keep yeah. going along the screen to the right, they will land upon none other than John Leslie. Now, that before you go any further, Sam, mm. we had a conversation about this picture earlier on, mm. off air, mm. and you used some words and some phrases and some terms about John Leslie that I don't think stand up legally. Mm. Yeah, okay. Because as far as I'm aware... In a court of law, John Leslie has not been convicted man. of anything. I'm still surprised. Many though. accusations. There's, there's been no a lot of accusations. As we understand it, none have been proven in a court of law, so we'll watch our language carefully. But what I would say is is that the BBC and Biddy Baxter in particular are very sensitive about this sort of thing. And um, I would, I'm surprised that they took the risk of allowing him to appear in the picture but as I say, nothing was ever proved as that song by Pet Shop Boys and, uh, and Dusty, Springfield. Dusty Springfield said. Yeah. Mm. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Jalapeño. And he looks completely... <laughs> well, he looks completely sinister. I, I he, he, look, looks like a, he doesn't look... He looks like a ghostly specter. Yeah, and he's standing right behind Anthea Turner as well. Mm. She looks a bit nervous, yeah. I would say of all the people there, the one who looks the happiest to be there, and most of them look very happy, has got to be yeah. Peter Duncan. He looks like a pig in shit. Yeah, yeah. He's up the front he, he with an old lady who we don't recognise on his left, and the one on yeah. his right who... I can't remember what her name is, but she went on to do a lot of religious that, programming. That's Diane Jordan, isn't it? Yeah, she did a lot Am of religious right programming, yeah. didn't she? She's nice. And he he's, can't believe it. He's like a bloke who hasn't been invited to much in a few years, and he's like, fucking, look, Duncan's got, back. Duncan's got his best jacket on, and he is out of the house. I am back, back, back. And I am not fucking leaving. <laughs> now I've got a foot back in the door, I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the Peter in Blue Peter? It's Peter fucking Duncan. Next question. Who remembers me in Flash fucking Gordon? How many of these cunts have also been in a massive fucking Hollywood film? None, I'd wager. Well, I hands, think, up, yeah. hands up, who's never been done for coke or shagging in this room? <laughs> well, my hands are up. Anyone else? No, thought not. Thought not. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I've been in a Hollywood movie. A lot of people refer to my era in the early to mid 80s as a golden era of Blue mm. Peter. I have never been scandalised, and I've got two first names which everyone in showbiz knows is always a winner with the kids. <laughs> I mean, you're seeing Peter Duncan, but Peter Purvis looks very, very pleased with himself to be there. Yeah. Of course, Peter Purvis retired from public life. He did. Uh, many years ago, and he's come back. He, with, he withdrew to his gigantic, high-security but luxurious compound, compound, in, compound in the Yorkshire countryside, which <laughs> yeah. is uh, is surrounded by reinforced steel and concrete is. to stop intruders. But inside, it's extremely lavish because of all the money he made on Kickstart and Blue Peter. Well, he's got the 1984 Kickstart course replicated in his grounds yeah and he's got but, but also no, he's, no one ever uses he's it he said to have there's gigantic oil paintings of him but in sort of gladiatorial mm. poses um yeah there are one of them napoleon on horseback there are as well. garish antiques ming vases mm-hmm. uh in, mm-hmm. insane like uh, lots of nudes huge lots of marble nudes nudes of yeah it's, it's got a, it's got a kind of a like caligulan uh, feel to it is what <laughs> yeah. I've heard. Hello Magazine yeah. got in there once, but other than that, it's mainly mm. there has been a lot of helicopter footage of it. 
and um, mm-hmm. you, there are a couple of satellite images because it can. It's that big that it can actually be seen from space. It's the only. It's, got like, it's the only man-made structure on the British Isles that can be seen from the moon. Yeah, it's got like a big um, marble column-based entrance leading up the front door, and there's a big plaque above the top, and it just says "Purvis by name." Purvis by nature. <laughs> he's got fucking a huge... He's got a whole section which is just filled with exotic rare animals. Yeah. Which he goes out... He bought up... Didn't he buy up Harrod's entire stock of wild did. beasts when yeah. they were stopped from selling them? Yeah, and apparently some, some neighbours say you can see him feeding them in the morning. Like, if you get up yeah. a tree nearby or whatever, you can yeah. look over. You'll see him chasing a gibbon around on his, his trials bike. <laughs> In the middle of the night. <laughs> Fucking catapulting off at the cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Quite rightly, he looks very pleased with himself. He does, yeah. And they've got him out of the compound for the day. He would have he would have yeah. arrived Helicoptered there. Helicoptered out. Yeah, in his helicopter, yeah. in the Purvis copter, with a picture of his leaves. face they, on they, the side they, of it. Waiterers drop food parcels in once, once yeah. or twice a week. He was the first to use drone deliveries, like... And I'm going yeah. back 10 years. Mainstream's oh, only yeah, catching easily. on to that now. But he had his own fleet of drones before they were even available on the commercial market. Yeah. Doing Pioneer. all his shopping for him. Legend. He'd send them to Tandy to get his electricals. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have one for each of his favourite shops. Fucking yeah, so he, he's loving it. Yvette Fielding's there. I, I know we've already been a little bit too disgusting on this show, but at first glance, there's a there, look, there's a lot of beautiful women here. Let's that's, that's not, not be daft. They, there are. And, and handsome men too. But I've got to yes. say, it was Katie Hill who um, caught my eye. <laughs> <laughs> Short tartan skirt. Yeah, I think it's a pose... There's a sort of a, yeah. a cheekiness Coquettish. to it. Yeah, that appeals to me. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> I saw her once in a cafe in Leafy Barnes when we first right. were living here. And uh, yeah. my daughter was wearing a, a sort of a little parka and I'd sewed mm. a, like, a, a mod target into it, you know, for right. something to do. And uh, Katie Hill came over and engaged my wife in conversation about it. Like saying, I like right. your daughter's coat. I've got a son. He's over there, same sort of age. Where'd you get the coat from? They had a bit of a mother Can chat. Can you get your husband to do one for me as well? And I was like, we were, uh, I think we're in, we're becoming social friends with Katie Hill here. Uh, my good mm. wife was like, no, nah, just leave it. Don't don't excite yourself, mate. It's yeah, just a one-off one chat. Yeah. Leave it at it's that. It's all yeah. about the court. It's not about you. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. I'm a as noted, soon as you tell her, I'm a noted journalist. <laughs> as soon as you tell her you sewed that on, she's just going to shut down. She's going to be She'll like, be who the, anymore. Who she's going to think you weird. Who's the fuck that? Who the fuck's this? The husband? That's what she said to my wife. Is this the husband? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Fuck here now. I thought I had problems. My wife's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What can he do? What can you do? You make your decisions, you know. You pay your money, you take your choice, mate. Yeah, time passes. You think about things. You learn, you learn, you learn to live. You learn to keep going. You just realise it's best to do the right thing if you can. 
I suppose you just got to think about the kids, really. I mean, they need a dad. Yeah, it's best for them. But yeah. I mean, is it, is it is it best for them to stay together, or is it better that they have two happy households? But look, she Hard said, to tell. She said, "Believe me, Katie, these are the questions I ask myself every fucking day." Speaking of men who will probably be jettisoned once they've outserved their usefulness, I've started watching the Colleen Rooney documentary oh, yeah. on Disney Plus last yeah. yesterday, last is, night. It, I, it's very I really, good. Is it? I really want to watch it. Yeah. yeah. She's brilliant. Yeah, I've always liked her. Fucking <laughs> honestly, I just think Wayne, as soon as uh, as soon as the kids are older, he's gone. Do you reckon? What, be she, like, right, bye, bye now, Wayne. Is she, is she a lot so. sort of smarter than him, basically? Oh, I think so. Yeah, 11 GCSEs, yeah. She's got 11 GCSEs? Yeah. She's very yeah. smart. Yeah, it, She did the whole Wagatha thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that took a lot of... Yeah, I've always admired her. Because um, she's always sort of carried herself with... Even when she... I remember when they were all out in Baden-Baden. She sort of uh, got swept up in it all, but she was like 16 or something. And she was having around like with that, yeah. Cheryl Cole and Abby Clancy and Posh Spice. And it must have been quite overwhelming, but she managed mm. to keep her cool. Um, yeah, I really want to no, watch that great. show. Although I'm a big, well I am a big fan of Wayne's too, but for other reasons. Oh, Wayne's brilliant. I yeah. love how... Do you remember that, that advert he was in? It must have been about 15 years ago where he emerged from that caravan with a full beard looking like he'd just slept <laughs> in his fucking clothes for four months. Yeah, vaguely, I do so, remember this, yeah. And, it, and he was eating a bowl of cereal, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In it, and it, I love how he's actually taken that and used it as a basis for his, for his, his current actual look. image. He thought, I quite <laughs> yeah. like this, yeah. It's, no, he's yeah, great. I, I also think he's England's... I mean, I, I got I got a couple of years ago, I said this and got into some sort... I think it was during lockdown, so people were particularly bored. I got myself into a huge, pointless row because I said that he is comfortably England's greatest ever player and that he's I remember this, woefully yeah. underrated. And God, mm. I mean, it was only a throwaway remark. It's that, I don't know whether it was really my opinion. It was just something I said. I mean, something came into your brain and just, just went, just, went out your mouth. Sometimes yeah, that's, that's what happens. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't know what my opinions are on anything, but it felt right well, at the time. At any given time. Next yeah. thing you know, yeah. I think people wanted just, to fight me over it. It was uh, just un- un- unbelievable. Reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But having said that, you look at like when Wayne Rooney did leave Manchester United mm. and all the success they'd had before when he was there and it yeah. all fell apart. Fair Ferguson it, left. People talk about Royce Fergie, but it was... Someone has to do it in the pitch. Exactly, and anyway, he, he was their let's, last let's true, true leader. True leader. Uh, I, you're you going to give you, us a, a pet update, Sam? Do you not want to see this bear having its lasagna just quickly? Oh, yeah. Have we got I, time I for that? Watch that. I put it in the chat. Can you somehow drag it into the thing? If if not, we won't bother talking about it. Where have you put it in? I can't it, see it. Uh, private chat. Oh, in there. All right. Private chat oh, put the man. Link in. Chat man for I, money. I don't think we can insert that. I can I can click on it. Bear enters house and helps herself to frozen lasagna. Okay, thirty nine seconds long. Uh, there's a bear in a house. Mm. It's on the BBC website. It's wandering around. Uh, it's a she bear. Yeah. Why well, can you see its tits? Some nice music they've put on there as well. Fucking hell! Straight into the freezer. What's in here then? <laughs> what we got in here it's like it's so clever because it knows what a freezer is it's not fucking around it's like yeah. right freezer that's where the good stuff is picks the lasagna out with her teeth <laughs> get that leaves out the freezer teeth. drawer open which she uses to climb onto to get out of the window 
genius. Yeah. yeah. Out onto the decking with the lasagna in our mouth. And it's and a proper, a, a fucking Incredible. proper TTFN dickheads, isn't it? Thanks, Cobbs. superb. I'm taking this on. I'll have it with a glass of wine. And I've got a bit of tiramisu left over that I'll have afterwards as well. Sorry you can't see that on the YouTube. You'd have to like look it up yourself. That's my favourite news story of the week. Insert it into the, the video, but that's fucking brilliant. It's great, that's genius. It? it almost looks like it's been done by an ad agency. Oh, so good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what, I for bird's eye lasagna or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so perfect. Yeah. But um, animals, yeah, you're going to give us a pet update. Well, on, um, um, Cookie has been, uh, uh, has had a, has, has been spayed. Good. Right, spayed, which uh, I yes. think means it's, uh, what would you call it? It's over. It's like a girl vasectomy. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's had some, it's had, it's had itself sorted done but <laughs> she's come back and she oh she's such a sorry sight mate she's got the cone of shame oh. she's got the cone of shame and yeah. um she's got a dressing on her undercarriage and she's like she's such a fucking effervescent dog but not now mate the ears are drooping the eyes are sad and she's yeah. just lying there looking gutted but i tell you who's coming to his own fucking bobby the cat bobby the cat All right. usually Bobby the cat is usually the blue sort of picture. keeps himself to himself. The dog tends to like pounce on him as soon as he comes through the cat flap. So the cat oh. just sort of comes in, tries to stay on high surfaces where the dog can't get oh. it, goes and eats its food and then fucks off out again, which is a real shame, right? Yeah. And so we were always like, poor Bobby, uh, you know, love, lovely, but like the dog's just almost too much for him to take. The dog's yeah. not violent although he does sort of attack but it's kind of just playing but the cat's just like do you know what fuck off do you know what i mean but yeah now that the dog has been effectively immobilized the cat fuck <laughs> it the cat is like fucking tormenting the dog like nobody's business going out what's all this then <laughs> wearing a fucking cone on your head are you oh that don't look very comfortable can you hear me in there Right, go It'd right. Be naughty. What's this punishment? Right up to its face, right, and he's like putting his claw inside the funnel. Here, <laughs> here, I'll give you a little tap on the snout if you want. Can you feel that? And you can see the dog sort of in there. wanting to up. respond, but doesn't quite have the energy. Like, oh. oh, are you a bit tired? Here, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll chew on the side of your cone for you. And last <laughs> night we were watching telly, and the cat was just sitting next to the dog just chewing on the side of its cone, leaving like loads Brilliant. of tooth marks in it. I hope you don't mind that. I find it quite relaxing. <laughs> Still, you might That's be so dead good. soon by the looks of you. Oh, well, <laughs> never mind. I will I'll miss have your you. your eyeballs then. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be no oh, more staying on the upper levels anymore. I'll be fucking... So, the cat is roaming free and loving it and really making oh. the most of everything. And... I kind of am quite happy for it, but at the same time, I'm thinking, you little bastard. Yeah. This is, this reminds me a bit when my kids at their other house had a couple of gerbils, mm. and one of the gerbils used to bully the other one yeah. relentlessly, and then it died. Right. And the one that was the, that was the victim mm. just completely came out of its shell after the other one died, was living, living out loud, would come to the front of the cage and get stroked, and you could get out. Yeah. 
put it in your hand and everything. And it was just like, for, you know, it just been under the under the cosh for so long. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's kind of sad, but... Toxic relationship in some ways, wasn't it? That's what happens. Mm. A bit like Wayne and Colleen, I suppose, maybe. Yeah. But um, Bonnie... The cat. Uh, speaking of pets at my other, my other, my kid's other house. Not my other house. Um... Yeah, uh, Bonnie, of course, was hit by a car, we think, had a dislocated hip, had surgery, and she was signed off by the vet yesterday as as recovered as she can be. Her hair's starting to grow back where it was all shaved off for the operation. She's got a bit of a limp still. She's got no tail, but there's hair growing on it. Got a little hairy stump where the tail used to be, and she's um, back on top form. So oh, that's nice. For you. Took her to the vet. She tried to hiss at and bite the vet. Uh, so she's obviously back because um, she's slightly feral, to be honest. She's a bit of a bastard. Is she? But um, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, as me ex-wife said when she when she got injured, typical of all the four cats we've got, it's the one that doesn't even like us. <laughs> four cats they've so, got around uh, there. They got four cats around there. Fucking yeah. hell. Brambury, you know about Brambury, the talking mentioned cat, before, of and course, yeah. Bonnie, and there's also Herbert and Sapphire. Wow. So, uh, yeah, great bunch of lads and lasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Bonnie Great is... on a night out. Oh, brilliant, yeah. Mm. Something for everyone. Uh, should we do some predictions? Let's do it. Very quickly. Forgot to do them last weekend because it's international weekend, but who gives a fuck? Liverpool versus Everton, the Merseyside derby. 2-0 Liverpool. 2-0 Liverpool. I would go for 3-0 um, Liverpool. You know what? I'm going to go 4-0 Liverpool. Wow. I think Everton are completely fucked. Uh, Nottingham Forest versus Luton. I'll go first in this one. And I think this will be 2-1 to Nottingham Forest. I'll say 2-0 Nottingham Forest. Aston Villa versus West Ham United. I'm going to say Aston Villa, 0 West Ham, 2. I will go for uh, 1-1. Correct. Stoke versus Sunderland. I will go for one-one again. I'll say one-nil mm, uh, Sunderland. Thank you very much. And finally, Newcastle United versus Crystal Palace. Hmm. I think that will be two-one Newcastle. Two-one to Newcastle. Uh, I think this will be two-nil to Newcastle. There we are. That's the predictions for you there. Uh, that's pretty much it. Anything else you wanted to mention before we go, Nah, Sam? I think we covered quite a lot. Sorry about all the wank chat at the beginning. Uh, I really mean yeah. that. If you're still listening, which probably if you didn't like it, you won't be. Uh, but if you're still listening, sorry. I don't know. But, you and, know. Uh, you know, if you've gone to YouTube to actually watch us talking about this, then we can only apologise further. And yeah. We're judging you as well. Mm. Very harshly. All right, thanks very much for listening and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.